3: They're back. Wait till you see the newly renovated Hot Shots Fenton. You're going to love the smoke-free environment featuring enhanced viewing options, a redesigned gaming area, live odds tickers and sports line boards, refreshed dart and pool table areas, and an all-new covered outdoor patio. Construction's finished and the Hot Shots team can't wait to show off the new amenities throughout. Come see all the changes and visit them at hotshotsnet.com. You're going to love the new look. Hot Shots Fenton is now open.
4: What's up, you lovely weirdos? Just saying hello, and thank you for listening to the podcast over the last couple years. We have grown this thing into million-plus downloads a month. That's right. We are into the millions on a monthly basis for downloads for this podcast, and it's all because of you listening, enjoying, spreading the word, sharing it on social media, and leaving reviews on iTunes and uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Five-star reviews and funny jokes. We see them. We love them. We appreciate them. Thank you so much. That's exactly how this show grows Globally, Just wanted to say thanks. Happy holidays. Hope you're in good spirits and good health. We wish you the best and we hope to see you on New Year's. There's only a few tickets left. If you're interested in partying with us with the best party of the year, make sure you go to 1057thepoint.com. But I just wanted to say thank you again for being such dedicated friends of the show and such loyal weirdos. Keep listening. Keep smiling. Energy up!
2: Zudo Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Worst Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjablink.com. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Zudo.
4: Zudo. Uh, <laughs>
0: Show. All right, Seven, let's play a game called Guess Who Was Driving.
4: All right, let's you, do it. You've
0: played this before. I
4: have once
5: before.
0: And you got it wrong. I did. <laughs> All right, so let's see if you, let's see if you, uh make sure I got my music over here ready. All right, so I'm going to read you a story and you have to guess who was driving, man or woman. Okay. Now pay attention to the details here. Okay. Okay. And I'll start by saying this. Unless you slap a screen protector on your iPhone like two seconds after you buy it, you're gonna drop it, and you're probably gonna crack the screen. We've all cracked screens in this room. It's something that happens, and different people will handle that terrible feeling, and it's a bad feeling when you crack your screen. And be, different people will handle their, you know, that, that terrible feeling in different ways. So you got a 26 year old person from uh, Wellington, Florida, cracked their iPhone last week. So they went to the T-Mobile store to try to get them to replace the phone. They wouldn't do it. So this person told them that it was their birthday and they had insurance. Now, I don't know if either of those two things were true, but the staff wouldn't give this person a new iPhone. So the next day, they drove their SUV right through the store. (laughs) right through the store.
5: <laughs> Justified.
0: They plowed through the front door, hit a display case, then this person got out and started smashing glass with a squeegee. <laughs> One employee had to go to the hospital with a knee injury. The driver was charged with aggravated battery, burglary, criminal mischief, and reckless driving. They told the cops they were having a bad day. <laughs> so, 7 with all the um all the facts there. <laughs> Cracked screen. SUV, right through the front door, breaking up the glass with a squeegee, they were having a bad day, take all that that into account, all that, just let that mix in there. Can you guess who was driving the SUV?
4: Based on those facts, I'm gonna guess a chick.
0: You're going to say, are you sure? Are you going to lock that in?
4: Yeah, I'm going to lock that one in.
0: She's. Do you think? I think she's pretty confident. You think she's pretty confident yeah, in that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, of course it was a woman. Hey. Hey. It's always a woman. Wait, always a woman. <laughs> a, here's what that, by the way, sounded like, her driving through the store. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. What happened? What happened? and that's now her breaking everything
2: oh,
0: can you hear all the glass breaking after she drove through she was quoted as saying can I park here Yeah. I, I
4: like on the one gal in the background goes what is wrong
5: with her you hear
4: that again? <laughs> the guy that really knows what's going on is going can't you see she's having a bad day? <laughs> she is
6: having uh, an that issue. Again. If you listen real closely, you can actually hear her blinker still on
5: too. What is wrong with A
0: lot. <laughs> a lot. When I shop, Seven, look at you.
5: There
2: you go. Thanks. Riz Rewind. Find more Rizzuto Show Rewinds at 1057ThePoint.com slash Riz. The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. Big
1: birthday, Riz. It's David Kechner, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show right here on 1057 The Point. Do you get it?
0: So uh Patrico's dad's gonna be here in a little while for the Craigslist Freak of the Week. Three brand new ads for you. Our buddy Mark Lillibridge coming in to talk uh, football. Around nine o'clock, former NFLer, man, I'd be so pissed. This is a uh, Ferris Bueller's uh, Day Off situation out here in Southern California. In case you haven't seen this, a uh, a woman in uh, SoCal spotted a mechanic joyriding in her husband's rare sports car. Did you see the video of this? I did. Oh. <laughs> busted and she was pissed as at listen as would you this guy had a um a rare indy 500 chevy camaro pace car and she spots obviously a, a yes a rare car and not inconspicuous it's not like
6: a Honda Accord. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it can hide their car yeah. or in a parking lot. Yeah, or and
1: it's not even like you say, you know, this this sports car. And It's not like it's just like an old school, you know, super sweet vehicle, blah, blah, I mean, this is a
0: rare there car. There were only 200 made. Yeah, this is a rare there car. There were only 200 of these cars wow. made. We
4: said it's a pace car. It's like, they're like yellow and usually have like a logo or a flag or something on it that's that Unique. signifies that it's a pace car.
0: So the, the, the car is supposed to be in the shop. The... The wife spots the car out. She follows him to a fast food drive-through and starts rolling tape. And he tries to say it wasn't wasn't her car. Then claimed he was just test riding it.
5: (laughs) You're telling me that you're test driving the car. No, why are you test driving my car? You're getting food at Tommy's. I took my car to the dealership so you
6: could change the oil and change the air conditioner. Why are you driving my car to get food? Why are you,
0: you know, it's common when you change the oil to just mm-hmm. drive through a fast food place.
1: <laughs> Man, we just had to make it uh make sure that it ran properly. Uh-huh. And I wanted a slider.
6: <laughs> yeah, that's the test. It's one one just visit through the drive thru uh-huh. so okay. we no Well, you should be okay. No
2: why are you nervous? You're not supposed to be getting food. What are you doing? What? Why are you going in reverse?
6: I'm trusting the dealership that they're going to fix my
2: car, that my car is going to be safe, that nobody's going to take it for a joyride and to go get burgers.
1: This is something we absolutely do not condone. Um, It is completely against our company policy. Um, And we are conducting a thorough investigation on the (laughs) technician to make sure that this does not happen again. My apologies on his behalf and on behalf of the dealership.
4: I love how that's become the uh, the the terminology now. That that's in the in the rolodex of oh well, we're gonna say that he's uh, he's being investigated. There's now an investigation, well, a full investigation. You know they actually uh, they
0: actually brought in Jeremy Piven oh. to the dealership, so they do to, uh, care a lot to do the firing. You're fired, and in case your
6: ears are, f- get the f-
0: out. He's been terminated.
1: Here's, if, if I own that dealership, here's listen, guys. Uh, this is against company policy. We do not believe in that. And uh, Tim has been so fired
0: oh, that so fired.
1: We pushed his desk out into the street while he was still in it.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's been so fired. We actually killed him.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I'm the owner of the place. What a dumb move. Uh, obviously, he's he's fired. That's uh, oops. Who not only that? is Tim fired, but the guy that hired Tim also he's got fired, fired too.
0: All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by...
1: 18 North Central in O'Fallon, Missouri, where their eye combat brings Call of Duty to life.
0: A St. Charles police officer was hurt after his car was rear-ended while he was on the side of 370 last night. Officer was with his canine partner when they were hit from behind while working to assist another officer who was helping somebody with car problems. So dangerous.
6: Oh man! And, and i sure they had their lights on. And that relationship between the dog and the the canine dog and the and the cop is ridiculous. Well, I'm just close. Say,
0: I'm just saying, you see police officers on the side of the road all the time, whether in the middle of a traffic stop or trying to assist another motorist. Right. I usually move if I'm in the right lane. I'll move to the center lane.
6: Absolutely, which is what you should do. Uh huh. That way, there's that much more room in between you and danger. But I've seen
0: some close calls before. Yeah. And some of those, some of those, uh, uh, you know, shoulders are narrow.
6: Mm hmm.
0: And just so dangerous. Yeah. Somebody not paying attention. Mm.
6: Looking at a cell phone Brother. or something. Yeah.
0: Somebody not paying attention and and slams right into the back of them. Uh, officer rushed to the hospital. Dog sent to a vet hospital. They'll both be okay, thank God. And I didn't see if the car who hit them uh, stayed at the scene. But eastbound 370 was shot down for a little while after the incident. And the Missouri Highway Patrol is investigating. And speaking of St. Charles, uh, police are investigating a crazy brawl that involved a wedding party. And two women were caught in the middle of it all. And this was late Saturday night. Yeah, there's, there's video. Late Saturday night on Main Street. Cops think uh, some words were exchanged, possibly an inadvertent push or a shove occurred. Somebody may have been dissed. And what, what actually led to the fight is under investigation. One woman may have been hit with a bottle while another was knocked unconscious to the ground. Wow. The two women are in their late 20s, taken to the hospital. Six people have been, uh, have been identified so far, but nobody has been arrested yet.
6: Thinking this is something that just spilled out onto the street from a, I
0: don't know, but it, it's crazy to see the video of all these people in their nice clothes.
4: Mm. Just getting <laughs> oh, at it. that's right, wedding. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just getting at it. You guys ever seen a wedding fight?
6: Yep, I have. Oh, I've seen a wedding reception fight. Yeah, back yeah, yeah. a billion years ago when I used to do the the mobile DJ thing. Yeah, it was it was in pa- a neighborhood and parking lot. No, it was, at, it was at one of those wedding receptions where it was at somebody's house, and I'll never forget, I was on the deck overlooking the backyard, and the backyard was where everything was happening, and it was, somebody requested a country song. <laughs> they fought was, over a country song? And it was the best man, and I was like, ah, I was told not to play any country. Oh, no, no, they said it was cool, so I put it on. Next thing I knew, the bride came up and said, I told you no country, and I said, well, the best man who was... The the groom's brother, he said it was cool. Oh no, I didn't. And the next thing you know, those two were fighting, rolling around in her wedding dress with another woman in the backyard. Whoa. I hide. Wow. T- by the nice. time I was pulling the, the time, out- by the time you set the tripod up, right. <laughs> <laughs> started doing some commentary. No, they, I was... A gun play started happening. Like, what? people had guns. There was no actual shooting, but it was, I'm going to go get my gun kind of thing. So that's when I said, F this. I packed up my you stuff. And by the time I was pulling out of the neighborhood, cops were coming in.
4: You know what? I don't understand. Meanwhile, and, the devil went down to Georgia's plane. Right, he, yeah, I left
6: my
0: .45s on. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and you've told us stories about this before, too. Where... Brides or grooms, whoever in the wedding party, so against a certain type of music or a certain song that oh, they yeah. will throw down. Oh, dude! Oh, yeah. And
6: uh, Tony, you could tell more contemporary stories here, but the music is what just makes people butt heads at these
0: well, things. Well, I said no country. Yeah. So this three-minute country song out of how however long the party is,
6: that's just gonna ruin the whole. That's night. it. Yeah,
0: night's ruined. You so- played Garth Brooks night ruined that's it oh, i had a wedding I had a wedding. A early bloody elbow. who ruined the night garth
1: yeah i had a wedding earlier this year where Never. they wanted <laughs> and i think i said this on the air they wanted zero like dance songs as far as like cha-cha slide cupid shuffle electric slide the wobble all like the designed everybody gets everybody on, the the on the dance floor they wanted none of those and all night long that's all that was requested and i I would tell every person, I said, the bride and the groom have asked me not to play that song, so sorry, I can't. And finally, she came up and she goes, and this was the bride, uh, as as mean as can be, came up and said, you sent enough people over, just play it. I'm like, okay.
0: Wow. I'm like, you're oh, the so one that so said, said you didn't want to hear you? it. Yeah. Because so, I, I, I would people say. People would complain. I would well, say. I'd say, I'd say the would not go to the bride and say, hey, listen, uh, there's a bunch of people. Do when we had our this.
1: consultation, they said, not at all. And I said, "You know, those are the songs that get people on the dance floor." And she goes,
0: "I hate those songs."
6: Okay, it's not not about you. Believe it or not, well, it is though. No, but I'm talking about as far as she's going to do what she's doing. Meanwhile, her guests are having no fun whatsoever. Right? Yeah, I, I tell them, I say, I say, listen, this is a popular song. Everybody dances to the
1: song. I don't want those songs. Okay, it's your wedding. That's what I say. You know what happens? I, I can't. I can't go against
4: her on when that. When you're
0: out there dancing, you don't realize that the muscatrolli is overcooked and <laughs> oversauced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right.
4: Yeah, you're right. The last <laughs> fight I saw at a reception was uh, started from uh, the cousin. The cousin of the groom was going around stealing out of purses. Oh, oh, great. oh my god! Good stuff. And got caught or was suspected, and then a guy was trying to defend her. Some somebody that nobody really knew, a date, I guess. And uh, two guys started throwing down. It didn't last all that long, but this this gal definitely continued to take purses while the fight was going on.
0: Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, it well, was what,
4: kind of awesome.
0: On Main Street there, what wedding...
1: There's a venue there. There's We're a, there's a really
0: there. there's a really nice venue that's very
1: very cool. Uh, it's near the end of Main Street, kind of like where oh across the uh, house
4: where Big A's is. Yeah, they're building an- another one right across the street from it too. Yeah, that's by, one by Hendrix Barbecue, like a, yeah. one, one block over.
0: Hey, uh, Natalie at Alton. So, Natalie, you are a bride who didn't want certain songs played. adamant about it. Adamant. Um, I told our DJ, who was a friend of ours, by the way. That if he played the duck song, he wasn't getting paid. I huh.
1: hate that song. What's it the duck song? Really... Yeah. Oh, the <laughs> <dance>? <laughs>
0: hey, you don't know, like the chicken dance, Natalie?
1: Riz, that no, is the number that's... one do not play song that people well, tell me.
0: listen. I under- Okay, I can understand chicken some dance. of those. I can understand Natalie some of those cheese bum songs. Mm-hmm. All right, yes. but if you said no country and God forbid a uh, a Kenny Chesney song came on, would it be a night ruiner? No, no, I would just, it'd be time to get more beer. But what what if you hate country as much as she hates the chicken dance? But what if everybody loved the chicken dance? Then they, but it was my wedding, and I hate that song. Like, I
6: really hate that song. But aren't you throwing a party for your guests?
0: Yes, and there was
6: other people. That's like saying, you know what, I don't like beer, so I'm not going to have beer there.
4: Wait, was there beer there? What?
0: Oh, there was lots of beer what? Oh, well, <laughs> see,
6: then nobody would have what? even
4: heard the song anyway. They're just going to go, quack, quack, quack. Just quack. tell them to play the quack after 11. Everything will be fine. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. You, you wouldn't have known either. It probably played three times. You don't even know it. That's right. True,
0: true. <laughs> All right. Thank
4: you, Natalie. Is okay. it called Is it called the chicken dance? I thought it was like it, Mexican hat dance. dance no, it's
1: the chicken dance. But some people call it the duck dance. Listen, I tell you, I mean, I I make sure that when I have a consultation with somebody, I say to them, hey... This is a song, like, I don't want to hear the Cupid Shuffle. I'm like, that's fine, but that's a song that gets a lot of people on the dance floor, and a lot of people love that song, and I'm going to get requests for it. And they go, I don't care. I don't want to play it. And I go, okay, that's fine. And then I tell them, I will play zero requests unless you or the groom come up to me and say, play this song.
0: Hey, that's Nick. It works. Nick, you're a wedding DJ? Yeah. Hey, I'm Nick. Dumbass contest from a
3: winner all the time. Hey, hey Nick. I'm a
0: DJ from Illinois. Happy birthday, Rick. Thank you, Nick. Uh Yeah. I get it. At Patrico, they always say it's the white people choreographed dance music. Well, they always tell me. I do mm-hmm. not want to play. The white choreographed dance music. Every time yes. I
1: play one of those songs, I go, man, white people. Because like, if you look at <laughs> yeah. I mean like you could play you could play a dance song like a regular like pop dance song uh-huh. and nobody knows what they're doing nobody knows how to dance you play the cha-cha slide or you play the wobble and it's like the hey, whole listen, wedding party has planned this for listen, years if, you, if
0: you've ever been to a wedding with me every once in a while you see me out there doing the electric slide mm-hmm.
1: uh, dude i electric slide it like crazy
3: patrico i guarantee you, you've done this
0: billy jean gets every white person dancing oh yeah <laughs> Thank you, Nick.
1: (laughs) I have a little compilation that I made that plays like five or six Michael Jackson songs, and it ends with Thriller. And every time you hear the build up to Thriller, all you hear is somebody go, "Oh, no, he did!" And then all of a sudden, everybody knows every move to Thriller. He's playing Thriller already.
6: All right. Oh yeah. Hey, Linda. Hey. Hi. 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 This is when you. I have a. I have a
0: story. It's not about a song but my dad spent too much time with one of the bridesmaids. Oh. So my mom <laughs> ended up giving him a black eye. Wow. <laughs> I mean, yes. when, Did you say, I that wrong? when you say spending too much time with a bridesmaid, <laughs> what
6: do you mean by that? See so your see so your mom got with a black eye? Is that what you no, said? No, gave him yeah. a black oh. eye. Oh. Stop gotcha. yes.
0: so <laughs> he was a black eye. Oh, gotcha. So he was, I was a flower girl in the wedding. It was my aunt's wedding, my dad's sister, and my dad danced all night long with one of the bridesmaids, not my mom, and then volunteered to drive her
6: home. Oh, boy. He's just being nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> I making don't see sure she gets here. home safe. Let me <laughs> yeah, walk you exactly. to the door. This is a bad neighborhood.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Are, exactly. are they still together? 20 minutes later, came back to the car.
6: Oh, my God. 20 minutes. What a
0: stud. <laughs> are, are your mom and dad still together?
6: No. Uh, I wonder no. why. Now is he yeah. still with is it, he it, still, still, still with her bridesmaid? <laughs> no, he,
0: he's moved on to his third wife now. Ah, my mom yeah. my mom was his first. Well, your wow. dad's a master swordsman, huh? He certainly is. <laughs> yeah.
4: Sounds like he had a good time.
0: Casanova. Thank you, Linda.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god, we got everybody no more calls on this. <laughs> Come Scott. on, wedding stories the rest of the morning. Uh. a couple more. All right. Uh Mike and O'Fallon, what do you got? Hey Riz, how are you doing? Happy birthday. Thank you, Mike. Hey, so,
3: uh, funny story on the DJ. Um, I am actually controlling all the music because I have been to too many weddings where the DJ kills the party before eight (laughs) o'clock.
0: Wait, so, so, uh, you you as a guest, or yeah, yeah, you as a guest, like, let me got got uh, this. Yeah, I have a wedding coming up
3: in November. Hey, we specifically told our DJ the music that he's gonna be playing so that the wedding goes past eight o'clock. Well so
0: and and, and, and and Patrico, when you do consultations with uh thank you, Mike, when you do consultations with brides and grooms, mm-hmm. they submit a list to you, right?
1: Yeah, I, I give them uh, a little form to fill out that's like, you know, the the formality songs, first dance, father, daughter, mother, son, things like that. And on the back it says, Please list songs that you want to hear. And I base my playlist off of those.
0: See, if I was a DJ, I'd go, listen, you guys got no saying this. Mm hmm. I know it's your wedding, but it's my music.
1: (laughs) I've had a couple different wedding consultations where I had one wedding where the bride and the groom said, uh, this is going to be a very uh, non-traditional wedding. We want a lot of point music played. We want a lot of rock music played. We're big fans of classic rock music as well. Here are songs we want played. And they sent me a list. And I said to them, this list is not going to work. Uh, I will play it because it's your wedding, but this list is not going to work. And she said, this is the music we want played. Six songs in, they go... Do your own thing. This isn't working.
0: I told you. I mean, you yeah, know. Yeah, because you know what brings people out to the dance floor? Nirvana's breed. Yep. <laughs> you,
1: know, you, know, yeah. you know what one of their songs were? One of their yeah. songs was I remember shout, this.
0: Shout at the devil!
1: One of their songs was Skin by Breaking Ben.
0: Which is a great First song. Of all, nobody knows that song.
1: Which is a great song. It's
0: a very good song. But
1: I mean, it's a rock song that nobody
4: dances to, nobody and, and can do knows. anything to that song.
6: Yeah.
1: You know, what's your Uncle Joe, who's at
4: the wedding? What's it?
6: Hey,
1: what?
4: Yeah, you're making people come into your car to, you to, to hear Don't listen Stop to when Believing from away. Journey and Got uh it.
6: and uh old time rock and roll. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Bob Seeker.
0: Uh Beth in Collinsville.
4: Hi. Oh. Hey Beth. Hey. hey.
0: Hey, I, yeah, when we got married, I said, no, Paradise by the Dashboard. Oh, why? Because, I, because just... I hate that song, and it goes on forever. And it's my day. I, don't, I, don't.
2: Um, <laughs> I just didn't want everybody, because everybody goes out there when it first starts, and then, you know,
0: you're- I don't want to see anybody in. having fun.
5: <laughs>
2: no, then everybody just stands around and- screams the lyrics but i mean it's
0: just so boring and it lasts forever come on uh, uncle ned is wearing his uh, tie as a headband at that point
2: <laughs> <laughs> he might have been but
6: all right so-, so all right let me play devil's advocate i'm the dj at your wedding reception and i'm about ready to play paradise by the dashboard line you hate that song so much you would rather me play what
2: oh I don't know, just about anything. All it right. didn't I was not picky. Anything else was fine. Anything but that. And anything people but people could request stuff,
4: but I said if they request that song, tell them no.
0: All right. I'm not going <laughs> to your next wedding, Beth. That's my wedding jam.
4: Get it off. Get it off. I,
1: I only play that song if it's requested because as a DJ, that is a long one. It's like seven and a half that's minutes a long,
4: long. One. <laughs> Wow, really. I like to oh, yeah. act it out too. That, <laughs> I, you, where I, do, you DJ, where I, do you go from there if you play the whole seven minutes? A little John after that? I don't event? know, man. Yeah! I was like, I, the
1: only time I play that at weddings, I've DJed like four, three or four different family members, their weddings, and they have like this thing where the guys get on one side and the girls get on mm-hmm. the other, yeah. and they yell at each other back and forth, and that works. But that is a song in general. Dude, three or four minutes in, like she said, people are like, I want to run right now. Okay, I'm
6: done. Right. I'm done. Right. I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bars back open. It's a, it's
0: a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do it where is. that Muscatoli left. Pseudo <laughs>
6: That's <laughs> overcooked <laughs> Muscatoli.
1: Why does that crack you up so know. much every time? God. It brings them to tears about the the
6: oversauced Muscatoli. Because <laughs> it's a problem <laughs> <laughs> in the wedding industry. It's a problem. Got <laughs> that, that big silver pan and there's just too much. <laughs> Why? There's not enough bread (laughs) in the
1: place. (laughs) You broke Riz. Jeff, you broke him. (laughs)
0: Because you know what I'm talking about. Of course course I know what you're talking about.
1: That's so it doesn't burn and get hard. They just oversauce it. (laughs)
6: Uh, All right. You got the the salad swimming (laughs) in the salad dressing. Yeah, they're usually
1: right next to the quote unquote al dente green beans, which are are just (laughs) undercooked.
0: All right, 741. (laughs) Riz Rewind.
2: Find more Rizzuto Show Rewinds at 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The Rizzuto Show Rewinds. Rizzuto. All
0: right, welcome back to The Riz Show. We have a guest. Mr. Mr. Tom Green is here. All right. Thank you. All right, yeah. Good to be here. Now we've officially officially fulfilled our uh, Canadian quota for the year, right?
3: Okay, cool. Who else have you... What other Canadians have you had on the show this year? Uh, Ian Bagg. Oh, okay, cool. Love Ian. He's a great guy. Yeah, absolutely hilarious. uh...
4: No, but he wears hockey jerseys like he's (laughs) Canadian. He's (laughs) like he's he's Canadian, yeah. (laughs)
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Was
0: Pouillet this year? Oh yeah, Dave Coulier.
3: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah He's—I forget where he's from. What part of Canada is he from? oh uh,
0: you know, uh, up, there. up there, Vancouver. <laughs>
3: I believe it's cold. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So we turned it's down true, the the Bieber in studio. Yeah. I remember up that. Yeah.
0: Are you uh, are you a stereotypical hockey guy?
3: Uh, well, I played hockey, you know, my whole life until I was, uh, you know, like seventeen or eighteen. You know, <laughs> starting at, <laughs> starting around, starting at around four. You know, right. You know. Um, and uh, you know you play every year when you start when you're four they strap skates on you and everybody they,
0: just assumes you know being Canadian you, you gotta like hockey
3: yeah you do well you know cause it's like cold up there and there's nothing to do mm-hmm. for six months of the year and then they they have all these great outdoor rinks that are just frozen and, the, and and you're allowed to like your parents don't like your dad my dad was like in the army the Canadian army we've mm-hmm. got an army we have an army he, uh, I thought you so, guys just throw maple syrup at each other yeah, yeah, yeah exactly we, uh, exactly so he, he was kind of like if if you were up playing hockey at night, you could stay out as late as you want, right? So, but anything else, you know, you better get inside. Yeah, yeah. So we go out, we go out and sh- shoot the puck around and uh, do that. Or you
0: guys didn't know the Canadians weaponized maple syrup. Yes, we did.
3: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that, yeah, that's what
0: happened. <laughs> yeah. you know, we were talking earlier about you being basically a, a pioneer when it comes to you know, the jackass guys. I mean, you were the first, you were the first yeah. on MTV to do all, you know, that do the stuff. crazy
3: videos, crazy, crazy homemade videos. Yeah. Now I started doing, uh, uh, the show as a public access show in, in Ottawa. And, uh, it was just, uh, you know, I studied broadcasting. I, television broadcasting. Mm-hmm. I understand broadcasting. Right? Yes. I, I, yes. Did a, I did a radio show in college. Uh-huh. I, I know how to do uh, that I can stuff. can tell you enunciate yeah. your words yeah. very yeah. well. Absolutely, yeah. Uh-huh. That's important when you're uh, talking on the radio. A presenter. A yeah, presenter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. A presenter. Uh, but uh, so so the show was just a homemade show, pretty much, and uh, MTV picked it up. So it was. It looked different than anything on TV at the time, you know. everything yeah, there was else, nothing else. Everything else had been done so professionally, and we were doing things very unprofessionally
0: (laughs) now when you were doing the tom green show back
3: what was it 99 2000 yeah yeah. were people sending you videos uh no not really because people weren't shooting their own videos that much yet i mean there was a a little bit of that but it wasn't like we everyone had a video camera in their phone and Mm -hmm. people didn't edit videos yet so that's i think why the show really stood out it wasn't probably for another five or 10 years really before uh, people start really getting into video. Well, I mean you know? people
0: had camcorders and stuff like that. And yeah,
6: I,
3: I remember yeah. the
0: jackass guys, you know, before every show it was like please don't send us your crap. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're not going to even look at it. They were, they were a little
3: after it. my show. I think it was like literally right around that time mm-hmm. where people started getting more into shooting video. Yeah. Um but man, I mean you were the biggest thing around. Yeah, it was it was pretty exciting time. I mean, I I did the show like I said Voluntarily, and then MTV picked up the show, and within, you know, the first few months of being on the air, I was, you know, uh, on Letterman and Oprah. Well, what I was the host, moment? I hosted Saturday Night Live. I mean, it was crazy. What was the moment where you were like, holy cow, uh, I'm very famous right now? Uh,
0: or was it just a, a was it just a whirlwind of just activity? It was
3: a bit of a whirlwind. I mean, the first time I did Letterman was um, was a uh, like life changing thing for me because I grew up idolizing David Letterman, right? And uh, then I got to host Letterman's show once. He, he let me guest host the show once, so that was shocking. Was that during the heart surgery thing? No, no, no. he just. I think he just decided he wanted to take the night off once. And, <laughs> yeah, because I just got a call. I just He was doing the show, and I got a call and uh, said, can you host Letterman tomorrow? Letterman wants you to host the show tomorrow. Uh, uh, okay, yeah, well, that was cool. Like, tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, and I was in Los Angeles, so I went straight to the airport, flew to New York, and next thing I know, I was walking out at the Ed Sullivan Theater hosting uh, Letterman. But So, I mean, there was things like that, hosting SNL. Um, well, when, being you, on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine was probably the one of the weird ones, you know. <laughs> when
0: you host uh, the Letterman show, I mean, do they tell you what to say? Do you get to do any of your own stuff? Do they tell you what not to say? Yeah, no, I
3: had to write the whole monologue and uh, my own monologue. Wrote the whole thing, and so it was it was pretty pretty amazing. But well, uh, was there anything you put in there? They were like, nope. Uh... Can't remember to be honest with you. I mean, you work through it with the producers, mm-hmm. so uh, you know it, was, it wasn't like I was trying to, you know, cram some crazy joke on the air. I just wanted to. I just wanted to do a good job. He just wanted to do a good job. I just right. wanted to do a good job for Dave. Dave was my idol growing up. I mean, it's probably the reason why I started doing comedy. I, I when I discovered David Letterman, you know, there was no internet when I was in high school, and 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 we would stay up late at night and watch Letterman because it was this crazy show. It was the mm-hmm. one place you could get something crazy on TV. So, so uh, you know, I mean, it was you know a guy being irreverent and sarcastic, and it was. And, and that wasn't, you know,
0: the Tom Green show was you know kind of like a I wouldn't say a, it wasn't a parody of it. It was.
3: Yeah, but we, we I loved it, and there was a lot of things that I was, you know, certainly sitting behind a desk, mm-hmm. you know, I was, you know, wearing a tie. An and, homage to.
0: Yeah, absolutely. An homage to it.
3: And I think, you know, everyone... Has somebody? That, I mean, Letterman was you know loved Johnny Carson. You know, so I love David Letterman, and so uh, so it was, uh, it was it was it was it was an amazing time, yeah, for sure. But you know, I, w- I did stand up before I was uh, doing all of this when I was a teenager. I've been doing stand up for thirty years, so I didn't. I took a I took a healthy break when I did the show, but the last ten years I've been on the road pretty much full time doing stand up. Uh, I just got back from Israel. Oh, I was wow. in. Uh, I went to the. Uh, uh, I went to... Um all through Ireland and England, and I've been and, traveling and all over the world. And you
0: find in Europe and around the world, people know you from the MTV days.
3: Yeah, because MTV was worldwide, and then Road Trip, the movie. Yeah, man, and what a uh, great movie! Uh, Freddie got fingered. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, guys. Thank, thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Uh, Here's your validation. right there. good yeah. job. He <laughs> was waiting for that the yeah. whole time. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, don't all clap at once. But no, I was, it was, it was, uh, it was it, it, it's, it's pretty cool. It's, it's been like, but I mean, I'm mostly tour in the u.s and canada but then you know once a once a year or so i go over overseas i do australia or i do a european tour and it's it's pretty pretty cool well
0: just to plug your shows here in st louis you're at helium comedy club you got a show tonight you got two shows tomorrow and two shows on saturday now what what are people thinking when tom green does stand up i mean
1: oh uh, we've uh, seen like a lot of people in in our chat room have said you know you go see a Tom Green show. You expect a Tom Green show. Yeah, it's going to be a Tom st- Green show on, 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 on stage. But no, they no, like, the not going to be anybody else. The old MTV show. It is going to be
3: the old MTV show on stage. <laughs> it's just a big screen, gonna, and they're going to play it. I'm going to my, my parents are going to be sleeping on stage. Good. <laughs> and I'm going to wake VHS. up. You're I'm going to paint player. their car with <laughs> yeah. pornography. Yeah. yeah, and then I'm going to no. I mean, like. I'd like I'd like I'd like people to walk out of there feeling like they experienced something like the old Tom Green show in, in a certain sense. It is I'm doing stand up but the energy that I bring to the show is Absurd and ridiculous. Yeah. It's not like I'm uh, getting up there and doing a political, sort of uh, philosophical, you know, commentary. Although I am, I am doing that too. But I, I, <laughs> you know, I'm trying. I'm trying to bring some element of uh, of uh, silliness and uh, weirdness into it as well. So. Yeah,
1: Someone in the chat room said that they went to uh, the last time you were in town, and, and they, they, got lef- they-, <laughs> 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 they left. They left. They left on Tom Green. They, He's they, here <laughs> to write a check for that. <laughs> They went to the show going, Man, I love the old Tom Green show on M T V. Tom Green's hilarious and they left going, Damn, and he's awesome at stand up. Yeah. So like they were really, really, really they had fun. And I think this is one of the people that one of the last times you were here, you jumped in the pool.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah, the last time I was here I was performing at a different club and it was in a hotel and they had a swimming pool at the hotel. So I I, saw, I told everybody uh uh to bring their, their swimming trunks to the show and after the show we all I went swimming with the audience. <laughs> which uh something <laughs> I yeah, thought I'm sure was the fun. hotel was thrilled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that no, was actually pretty fun. We got we, we, we had permission. Actually. Oh wow! Yeah, but I'm uh, I'm not doing that this weekend. <laughs> yeah, no, just come to the show and have some laughs. We'll have some beers. We'll have a fun time, but no swimming, St. Louis. We <laughs> so so can't this swim. Time, this time, park. everybody
0: bring your bows and arrows. are going to do archery. <laughs> <time>. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> you get in trouble. Uh, so when you when you when you make it big in the um, you know the, the the late '90s, early 2000s, you move to Los Angeles.
3: Yeah. Now, are you welcomed into the celebrity circles? Uh, yeah. I mean, sort of. I guess I don't know. I mean, it's everybody. I think who is in that business is probably walking around like you know, be baffled that they're even there. You know, I, I mean, until you've been working in the business for twenty years, which. Most people have haven't been, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's such a high turnover rate of uh, people. I think everybody's kind of amazed by it all, you know. I mean, I went to the Saturday Night Live 40th anniversary party uh, last year because they had everybody who'd ever hosted or guested on the show, and it was amazing. But it was just funny because you'd see everybody standing around, just looking around, like amazed. And so, you know, I I mean, like. And you know everybody who's ever worked in show business was there. It seemed like I mean you'd be. St- I was standing at one point. I was standing there, and uh, within within five feet of me there was Bill Murray, Jack Nicholson, Tom Hanks. Uh, you know, uh, Keith Richards and Paul McCartney having a casual conversation. Do you go up and talk to them. Uh, I went up to talk to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like you know go up to everybody because people are just. But then that's and everybody's doing that. Everybody's sort of standing around looking at each other, going like, "What the hell is well, who's, going who's on?" Most... So that's kind of what it was like when I moved to Los Angeles. Who's the said, most famous? That's, that's what Los Angeles to? is like. Actually. Everybody in the city of Los Angeles is just standing around looking at each other, saying, "What the hell is going on?"
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure. You still, you know, think of yourself as that 15 year old kid, you know, and yeah, getting up on, on stage. Mm-hmm. But who is the most famous person you talk to at the SNL party?
3: Uh, oh, geez, I don't know. Uh, I talked to a lot. I talked to a lot of those people, but uh, and how do you? I, I'm yourself? not sure how you gauge. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, I I, I, I talked to the people that, you know, I, I was talking to Chris Rock for a bit, who's a, I'm somebody I really admire, and uh, and uh, I'm always. You know, you know happy to be able to talk to him because he's 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 amazing so i'm just wondering how to like
0: you know talk to a tom hanks like you You know know. hey uh hey how you doing
3: yeah, it's, so, I mean, I get, on? I get weird. I get, I get weird. Actually, I get very, I get kind of like self-conscious. I get social anxiety. So I, I, I kind of would go sort of sit in the corner. I had a good chat with Zach Galifianakis. You know, I had my, I had a, you know, glass of whiskey, and I sat there and I chatted with. Uh, I hung out with Michael Che for a little bit. He mm-hmm. does uh, SNL? Who does the, the news on SNL, of course. And so we were hanging out for a bit, and yeah, it's just everybody's there. Though, so it's just kind of like you're just standing around looking at it, like it's a, <laughs> like it's a, a, freak show of some sort. <laughs> I got weird talking.
0: Uh, talking to athletes. I get, like, really nervous talking to athletes. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, I'll talk to anybody except for athletes. I've done a lot of
3: interviewing over the years, and I find athletes are hard to interview because they're not... You know, first of all I don't really follow sports super closely so I don't really know how to talk you know about the statistics and all mm-hmm. of that stuff but uh, then also they're not necessarily in this business because they love going on the radio and talking you know they're in the business right. because they're great athletes so so it's a little bit harder to interview them I think
0: it's all part of the
3: game yeah
0: though and now, and now you got you know another endeavor I mean you got the the new Tom green thing you know where uh is it podcasting or it's online
3: yeah well I'm actually t- I've taken a break from my podcast I've done a lot of podcasting and stuff over the years but I uh, just kind of i just been touring so much right now I just when I get home I just I would want to just kind of uh, you know sleep but, uh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm on the road doing stand up almost every week I was just in Buffalo last weekend and Toronto yesterday and, and Ottawa Canada before so this that so it's a full
0: time job I mean you are doing this thing yeah I mean you know
3: I it's pretty full time yeah I'm developing a new TV show right now that's you know going to be maybe coming out next year it's it's always you know a long process putting things together well what else do you want to do I don't even know. I don't know. Maybe just retire or something like that. <laughs> I'm,
0: tired.
3: I'm tired. Can you retire?
0: Can you just can you sit home and be, be set for the rest no, of your life? No, I don't life? think
3: I think I would probably lose my mind if I stopped doing stand up. That's the thing when you you know, you get up on stage every night in front of a, you know, a room full of people who are having a great time and laughing and you're it's like a party every night. So, and it's an adrenaline rush and it becomes very addictive. So, so when you start touring doing stand up, you really can't stop. Like I'll get a, you know, I just I'll be exhausted and I'll get, oh, do you want to go to, you know, uh, do uh, some shows in Philadelphia mm-hmm. you know, in, in two months? And you sort of sit there and you're exhausted and you go, well, I can't really say no to that. I, I, I grew up, you know, dreaming of being a stand-up comedian and being able to go perform in Philadelphia. And now I can just go to Philadelphia and do shows at Helium. So it's going to be cool. Well, when you're a young kid and what would you say, 15, you started? Yeah, I started Stand when I was 15 What kind now. of jokes are you telling at 15? Uh, you know, I was telling jokes about, you know, Saturday morning cartoons <laughs> and goofy TV commercials. And uh, uh, like, Do you remember any of the stuff, like any of your
0: material from 15?
3: Not really. It was 30 years ago. I mean, I sort of do, but I don't remember it clo- well enough to really remember it, actually. You know, I I, I I remember, though, I can just speak generally about it and say, you know, I, I, I would do stand-up. You know, I did it for about three or four years all through high school. I'd go down every Thursday night at first. Then I started doing weekend spots. And, uh, and, uh, and your all- parents were cool with it. My parents were cool with it because they knew that I was very passionate about it. And, um, And uh, but I just know when you're like when you're 16 years old when you're 17 years old you're in a comedy club everyone's in college you know you're you know you're telling jokes and you you know you're trying to relate to people but you've you know you've never had a beer you've never had sex you've never uh, you know you've never had your girlfriend scream at you for you know three weeks straight on a vacation cuz you've never been on a vacation and you've never had a <laughs> girlfriend you know so it's hard to kind of like talk to people and relate on real levels like that plus everyone's looking at you like who's this kid you
0: yeah know? can somebody take you seriously on stage so it becomes as a young kind kid? of a
3: novelty you know i guess like yo you're the kid you know you're the kid comic and so you never really get to make the connection that you that I get to make now Where, uh, you know, not only that, but I've been just doing a lot of stand-up. You know, I've been doing, you know, 300 shows a year. So, it's like, you know, you kind of get better
4: at it. Mm -hmm. Speaking of connection, uh, the thing that you did back in, I I guess it was early early 2000s with cancer yeah. when you when you took that to TV and everything that was yeah. that was huge and uh, I had a buddy experience cancer a few years ago and I remember that kind of changing you know I was, I was pretty young I was I, you know 20 something or whatever or early 20s when, when you did that and I remember it being such a big deal because it was funny but serious and yeah. it was like
3: testicular cancer yeah but it was like I had uh, testicular cancer yeah but that's like yeah. su-
4: that's super that's <laughs> super you. vulnerable thank you very much thank that, <laughs> that's like a super vulnerable thing and I think thank that kind of opened much. doors to a <laughs> yeah. lot of people and funny yeah. enough somebody uh in our chat room, Jonathan said, Crazy story, but Tom's Feel Your Balls song actually saved my life when I was 16 yeah. and I was able to catch my cancer early.
3: Oh, good. I'm glad, so, I'm glad that person uh, did that. That's, and, that uh, was
4: like a big deal, man. I, yeah. I, I don't it's,
3: think... it's interestingly enough, uh, I, I get that uh, that has happened, uh, and it, like, not exaggerating, probably co- close to a thousand times. Someone's really? come up to me now and said they went and caught their cancer early because of that special. Because, you know, if... If you're 15 years old watching MTV and someone's singing about, you know, their, their balls, feel your balls, you could get cancer. And you're thinking, well, geez, I kind of have a little bit of a, you know, a swelling down there, but I don't really, uh, you know, know what to do about it. And, and you never would assume that it was cancer when you're a kid and you're embarrassed, Mm -hmm. so you don't go to the doctor. So, anyways, a lot of, a lot of young guys around uh, the states here, you know, around, around the country got, uh, Got checked because of that. So it was interesting. You know, I, I, I really uh, I, uh, you know, they they, did, they just took the right one. Okay. Just so you guys they just took the right one. It's uh, I have the left one. Okay. Hey, nobody it, uses it, right one, I anyway. still have yeah. the left one. Yeah, it's the middle one now, but I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. so, it's also the left one. It's just the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you it's you still free, the left because it's the one that's left. Did but, you have uh, to freeze some of your seed before, uh, before they did that? I, I did do that. Yeah, I did do that just in case uh, there was any complications but everything's fine. I can still uh, you know, I'd, you know everything. I can do everything. Uh, you know, I need to do. You know, there. not, like that, not that you're asking. Not that prove you're it. asking, St. Louis. <laughs> not, not <that> <laughs>
5: prove prove
3: it, yeah. Okay, that's uh. the after party. Tell your mom to meet me behind the oh, dumpster. Damn, His mom's yeah. dead. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh. His mom's dead. Oh. Be easy to find her. She's gonna be easy
6: then. Hello. No applause for that, huh? Damn. <laughs>
4: Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. For your mom being dead.
0: Yeah. Yes. Okay. Now, when you did the uh, the the, uh, the testicular cancer special. Yeah. I mean, that was that a very highly rated. Program on on MTV. Yeah,
3: yeah, they ran it quite a few times. The show was all the shows were doing real well, so it was it was kind of like uh, every time they aired a new one, it was sort of yeah, it was, it was it was it was it was a lot of people saw the show. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people saw the show.
0: Were you somebody that paid attention to the numbers, like the uh, the ratings and stuff like that?
3: It was something that was definitely important at MTV. Yeah, I mean, and uh, you know, it wasn't something that yeah. was. You know, I mean, it was important to me because you didn't, you know, you didn't want to, uh, you know, get canceled, right? Mm-hmm. So yes, if the yes. ratings are good, you know, I actually quit the show and I when I had when I got sick, so so I we never really had to worry about getting canceled because uh, I quit the show and then I went and made some films and did some other. You things. You
0: never really said goodbye.
3: Yeah, just kind of, you know, just kind of like, just uh, took off and made Freddie got fingered. That was my personal goodbye. Yeah, and, and had,
0: <laughs> I, I've I've always wondered how did that come about? Did you go to a movie studio, or was it them coming to you, going, "All right, here you go,
3: carte blanche, kinda do what yeah, you want"? Kind of, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it was after road trip? Yeah, road trip came out, did really really well, and then uh, then I had a lot of offers to do films, and I uh, was turning down a lot of offers to do films uh, because uh, I didn't really. Really like a lot of movies, you know. When I'd read scripts, I didn't didn't sort of connect with me because we were just doing stuff that was just so crazy, Mm -hmm. and uh, and I I wanted everything to be really really crazy. I didn't want to just do mainstream stuff, so so it was was frustrating because I was getting offered a lot of jobs, you know. Which uh, was there anything you turned down that now you're like ah damn should have done that? Probably a few things, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you you know, you. You, 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 it's a weird business. You can only really do one thing at a time, anyway. So you sort of had to turn some things down. So, but uh, he was offered the lead role in Forrest Gump. I, yeah. 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 yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Little known <Yeah>. fact. <laughs> yeah. I don't. That's one movie, honestly. I'll say I never liked and I never got, and I, I wish Tom Hanks had turned it down. Frankly, I know everybody <laughs> loved it, but to me, it's just sort of sappy and, and unrealistic.
0: The whole Forrest Gump thing? Yeah, I, just, oh, I, yeah. I hated
3: that movie. Uh, it's
0: not based on a true story or anything. Yeah, I just,
3: <laughs> I just did. To me, it was just... I don't know. Just to me, I never... Did you like Forrest Gump, really? Yeah, I mean, Is sorry. life like a box of chocolates? No, I mean, it's <laughs> Is wild. it really like a box of chocolates? I think life... Is not like a box of chocolates, actually. <laughs> you get testicular cancer. Okay? That's not like a box of Maybe chocolates. Yeah, that's one of the chocolates. Yeah, life is like a box of something else. Yeah.
0: Not like a box of testicular cancer. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> Let's talk more about his dead mom. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. I check, She's sorry. still dead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, telling him to meet behind to the dumpster. I
0: okay. <laughs> so, have to no, go where she is. Sorry to hear about no, that. No, that's all right. So, 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 wasn't your fault. Yeah. So Freddie got fingered. All right? So, so, so <laughs> a, a movie company comes to you and they Go all right, Tom Green. Here we go. Yeah. Make a movie, yeah. and and what did you do? Did they put you with somebody? Did they they say all right, you're gonna work with this scriptwriter? And-
3: yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, no, I wrote the movie. I wrote it, and I wrote it, and I directed it as well. So I, what I did was. Um, and uh, sincerely I didn't mean to be That's disrespectful quite a rise, okay. right. I, was, I was sort of distracted by what just happened right. and I'm talking about somebody got fingered okay if uh, it matters my mom loved that movie yeah okay good good thank you, I, you know, just... sorry man I didn't yeah. mean to ruin it yeah yeah no it's good uh, Should
0: we
6: take a break?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I uh, you know, I, uh, I, I just I went to the studio and I said I wanted to write a movie and uh, and that's that's what I did. <laughs> and you wrote a movie and you got it made. Yeah, and... yeah. It was, it was All right, so it's pretty thing... awesome. It's got this crazy cult following. Like when the movie came out, obviously, like it had horrible reviews and the critics were, you know, calling me the Antichrist and everything was just completely insane. Well, that's
0: what I was going to ask you. Yeah, uh, but then
3: now it's like tw- almost. 15, no, 18 years later. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I can't go to, you know, an English-speaking city in the world without people shouting, Daddy, would you like some sausage? <laughs> Which is a line from the movie. You know? <laughs> I was singing it this it
0: morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that, like when you saw, like, what critics were saying about, you know, the movie. And now we can look back and
3: laugh, right? We can look back and yeah. laugh
0: at it now. But uh, at the time, you're
3: like, oh, man, that's, that's pretty mean. I well, was surprised because I was surprised that people weren't able to see... Sort of through the, sort of the obvious sort of insanity of it that Mm -hmm. we were obviously trying to make it a crazy movie. You weren't making a Citizen Kane. Yeah, exactly. We weren't trying to make a a a really good movie. We were trying to make a really insane movie, right? So, so and and uh, I think it was experiences like that, and 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 many others in in mainstream entertainment, where it sort of made you start to realize. How easily sort of manipulated the public can be, and how and how normal people like things to be, uh, and uh, can get you know very, very uh, you know thrown by 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 life and by weirdness and uh, I always just assumed that everybody wanted something to be really really weird but no a lot of people like things to be really really normal and uh, And I don't think people analyze the world enough and I mean I, you know, I don't want to talk politics on the radio but I mean you know we got a my old boss from the Celebrity Apprentice right I was on that uh-huh. show I know the president of the United States yeah, personally <laughs> you know, the president of the United States fired me Donald Trump fired me on the Celebrity Apprentice because I went out drinking with Den Rodman on the night I was the project manager uh, and uh, I'm sorry soon to be ambassador Rodman yeah exactly yeah but you know you uh, you sort of you go through an experience like that as well where my old boss from the reality show yeah. With uh, you know Scott Hamilton and Clint Black and Jesse James and and uh, Khloe Kardashian and I did this show with with the president of the United States. Now he's the president of the United States, and uh, so you you sort of start to sort of analyze the way the world works, and you go, oh it's not really the way I thought it was yeah, go, before I worked in shows. Like, people don't people when they watch that show. They thought, oh, that guy's a really big businessman. He's really important businessman. He should be the president. But they don't really see. They don't know how television works. They don't know that he's in a fake boardroom. That it's not really at his office. That the paintings on the wall are fake. That it's what? A, yeah, it's, it's, ah. it, are you? Yeah, and they think, oh, this is a real businessman, but really, is you know, he's not really. Uh, you know, are you? I thought everything I, was real.
6: I read you the know. other day that the whoever was fired, they were they like gave him all that information. Information right before the camera started. it's, it's, it's like I'm,
3: here you're going to fire this person. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they did. Hmm. Yeah. All
0: right, we got We got to take a quick break. Uh, let's do some. Uh, can, you, can you stick around for celebrity news? Yeah, celebrity. I
3: absolutely. You yeah. love celebrity. News, I love don't celebrity you? news. Yeah, that's what I heard. Man, I read
0: TMZ. Said, Hey, you know what? Tom Green loves celebrity news. It's the Rosito Show. Crap on celebrities. Hi, right, welcome back to the Red Show. Tom Green is here. Great to be here. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, nice to have you. He's at Helium Comedy Club. He's got a show tonight at uh, what is it? Uh, Eight o'clock. Two shows tomorrow, 7.30 and 10, and then Saturday, uh, 7.30 and 10. Helium's a great comedy club.
3: Yeah, I love it. I love it. They've got several around the country. I was just in Buffalo at at Helium last weekend, and uh, we're going to have a blast. We're going to have a good time, St. Louis. All right, well, you better go see Tom. Or else he's going to get very mad. You know, and you can you make, make a whole
6: make a whole evening out of it because I got a nice restaurant there and everything with sure. really good food as well.
0: Yeah, good food, the whole thing. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrity.
6: It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real provolone cheese. Now, Tom, you were just talking about you know, your time on TV with our current president.
3: Yes, absolutely.
6: Yeah, uh, he almost became a TV president before he came an American president.
3: I heard this I heard that he was supposed to be in Sharknado That's it and he Is was that uh, true? yeah
6: it was, uh, what, number three? Sharknado number three. Oh, hell no. Uh,
3: have you been in Sharknado? I have not. I was asked to be in it, and I, I was not able to do it because I was traveling. Oh. But uh, I do think that's a hilarious uh, concept that has just gotten out of control. We've and had I heard by, my friend Tony Hawk is going to be in the new one. Oh, I just yeah? read too. Yeah. I know everything about the new Sharknado. I just, uh, I read TMZ. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Sharknado historian here. I don't know.
0: <laughs>
6: <laughs> Sharknado trivia. We've, of had
0: of a, we've had a couple people uh, through this studio who have been in Sharknado Uh Uh, uh, Tara Reid she was in here Uh, who else Uh, there was a
6: shark Ian Ziering Ziering. Ian Ziering we had a shark that was in here in
0: Sharknado (laughs) Uh, was uh, what's his name Uh, Chris Kattan was he in Sharknado
1: I don't know if he was Was yeah we asked him he wasn't (laughs) sure what about Dustin Diamond was he in
4: Sharknado I think he was in I think he wanted (laughs) we wanted him to be eaten by a shark (laughs) that
3: was it (laughs) <laughs> are you friends with Dustin Diamond? I've never. Oh no, I have met him actually. Yeah, I'm not friends with him, but I I, I'm, I don't uh, I don't make a habit of uh, talking smack about Dustin.
0: I'm Diamond. I'm a Dustin Diamond historian.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, o- the yeah. only smack that we talk are, is is the lies that he said on our show. Oh, okay. That's yeah. all. You know, we we don't talk smack on nobody unless yeah, they yeah. lie to us.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I uh, no, I uh, don't know him well. I know Chris Kattan though. He's a good guy. I've, I've, yeah. We've we uh, had him in uh, a couple. He times. was on SNL when I was there, and uh, and uh, he's been on my show a few times. He's Hilarious. And uh, I, get, I think Mark Cuban, he uh, took over the role of the president on Sharknado. Oh God, chill, I know Mark knows. Cuban. He was my old. He. I worked for him for a few years. I did a talk show on Access TV where I, I interviewed people. So I got to do this sort of uh, really fun interview show. I like interviewing mm-hmm. people. I like doing that. Yeah.
0: Uh, so so Trump said no to the Sharknado. Yeah, it, well,
6: I, mean, it, it, I don't know because I don't want to give bad information. Now that Tom's here and everything, I'm feeling kind of nervous about Giving I, the Sharknado I don't know the updates. details of what happened it was just uh, basically they offered him the gig as the president on the <laughs> Sharknado number 3 oh hell no and he was very excited about it schedules and they were waiting and waiting and waiting and they said finally hey look we gotta go to film and Mark Cuban accepted the role as opposed and to and they're
0: him. big rivals
6: well, and well, now Trump is Trump's Trump. people are denying it, saying, "No, I had lunch with the people from Sharknado." But they I should go shoot
3: gonna... Sharknado at the White House. Just yeah. to, you know, wouldn't make anything any stranger. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Good point. Yeah, people would go. Well, that makes
5: sense.
3: Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
6: Yeah. And then <laughs> I, you talk about Ian Zeering? Yeah, yeah. He and uh, Tara Reid. I don't know if Tara Reid is, is 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 super upset about this, but it's at least in the news. In the news, Ziering is getting five hundred thousand dollars per. Sharknado, Uh she's getting, I think it's 125,000. So she's a little upset about that. Hmm. Seems unfair. Yeah. Seems unfair. It's barely enough to have plastic surgery.
1: We have had a couple Sharknado people roll through. Who? Like Kurt Angle, okay, and Lou Ferrigno,
3: okay, <laughs> nice.
1: and Kurt Angle and Lou okay. Ferrigno, got it. <laughs>
4: that is four guys, honestly. <laughs>
3: yeah. <that is. laughs> I, like that. I like that concept, though. I met with the company because uh, they—they office used to be right near near our studio that I worked at. So I went and talked to the guys that make that movie, and they're an amazing company. And
0: what a silly thing, it, and
3: yeah. then it just takes off. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's it's a cool thing for sure. And I bet you they had no
0: idea what would happen. I bet you they just put this thing out there and yeah. then, okay, I guess we're doing number
3: five now. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. I want to make Freddy Got Fingered one through five, you know? I, I just, uh, you know <laughs> Will
0: there I'm be just a Freddy to, Got Fingered two? I'd
3: like to do it. I'd like to do it. With, in the same vein, you know, in the same vein as Sharknado, where it's just sort of silly. Silly and ridiculous, yeah. like huh? I'd like a to tongue in cheek. I stuff. can dream someday I'll make Freddy Got Fingered two. David Faustino? <laughs> okay, David Faustino. Oh. oh, yeah. I know yeah. David. David is a good guy. Gilbert? Yeah. I'll give a Gottfried. Okay. Uh,
0: what you should do is you should crowdfund. Yeah. Yeah. We had the Super Troopers guys in here and, and they were in the middle of crowdfunding Super Troopers 2 when That's they cool. were here. And, I could
3: probably they make the movie made- for $150. <laughs> <laughs> Next! <laughs>
6: <laughs> uh, a couple of old TV shows coming back. One you already know about, Will and Grace. New season's going to be kicking off oh, next month. I've been month. waiting for this. I
3: know you have. I love that show.
6: And they're not picking up where they left off. Myself, being an old fan of the show, I think this is a good idea. Uh, but they're just going to straight up ignore all of the stuff over the last couple of seasons. For instance, in the original run, both Will and Grace got married and they both had a kid. Neither one of them are going to be married. Neither one of them are going to have a kid on the reboot.
0: And by the way, Tom, if you want to come back to St. Louis for my Will and Grace uh, watch party, I'm
6: (laughs) going to make hummus. That'll be fun. Uh, That sounds great. Sounds like me. I need to move on to the next story here.
0: (laughs) I'm going to make hummus, and uh, we'll have Will and Grace-inspired cocktails
6: tonight. (laughs) 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 All right, so another TV show that's coming back, and they tried to do a movie in 06. With Colin Farrell and Jamie Foxx. Oh, Anybody? Miami Vice. Miami Vice. Oh, yeah. Then yeah. Diesel is rebooting Miami Vice, and it's going to be on NBC. Doesn't look like he's going to be in front of the camera until they need ratings, probably. He's going to be <laughs> producing it, but not starring in it. Nice. He's going to be doing it with one of the Fast and Furious guys. Well, I heard that when
1: uh, he they do need him to appear on screen, he's going to be a race car driving uh, criminal <laughs> who, who drives <laughs> real fast and blind. robs 18 uh, wheelers and then goes, I live my life at a quarter time, mile at a time. time out a second. Did you just <laughs>
4: spoiler uh, Fast and Furious for me? Uh, not, yeah. dude, if you haven't seen Fast I, and Furious I have seen now, a single minute. You gotta watch it. I told you before. You just told me everything about it. Now, yeah. Come on, man. He's eighteen it. wheelers. It's yeah. a total spoiler. Yeah. Well, sure give is. Me that's, an
6: alert. that's the movie. Give him twelve bucks. <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's the
1: movie. That is the movie. And then for the next eight movies, he goes like this: My the stop, family. Stop!
4: Stop! While your head you're, you're killing me. I want to watch him. <laughs> you ain't gotta watch him.
0: That's not the best Vin <laughs> Diesel.
4: That's Vin Diesel, though.
0: That's not the best Vin Diesel. Impersonation.
6: Let's, let's impersonation. hear you're Vin Diesel. I don't do one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he does, yeah, he can't do one, right? Be, I'm Vin Diesel. <laughs> Tom, Everybody in here except for me, because I'm not a big movie guy. But are you a fan of superhero movies and, and all this stuff, kind of stuff?
3: Yeah, I, I you know, I like my, I mean, I, I don't, I don't go to them anymore because they keep making the same movie over and over again. But I like, I went saw Man like the first like twelve times they made it. And <laughs> <laughs> started kind of started getting confused. You know, and the last few times I went, I said, wait, this is the same movie. You
0: don't like the uh, the Avengers or... Uh, you know, I Captain like the America. ones
3: with Robert Downey Jr. Because I think he's he's cool. Uh-huh. You know? But I mean, <laughs> I, I got to like one of the actors in it, you know, like, because uh, all the effects and stuff, I don't really care for all that anymore. I, I it's, it's just, I like those, I mean, like, remember in the 80s when the movies would come out and you'd say, wow, the effects are really cool because yeah. it's the first time you'd ever seen effects. And now I want to see a movie with no effects, you know, just like ah. people acting. I like that better. That's yeah. I'm not a big superhero movie guy, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Hate them? I just think it's for kids. Is that what it is? Is it for kids? Maybe or yeah, I don't know everybody in this room. I it love. Them. Oh, you guys love them. They'll yeah, love I them. could yeah. see his skeptical looks and glances <laughs> as I, like, I was I like starting. I to... them.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't say love them, and I wouldn't say that you love them necessarily. I like either. watching them with my son. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You like oh, yeah, sharing? You, it. you
3: have kids, and yeah, it's yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, why yeah, it's, it's so fun. fun. Your go with son's forty though. That's
4: great. So there's
3: there's a new Thor movie
6: coming out, and if you could play what I think is the best line in the new Thor movie, check this out. All right
1: we know each other He's a friend from work
6: that so line yeah so that's that's Thor after he's fighting or you could do the whole scene uh, the, oh, the little man. bit longer where it's him and I believe it's the Hulk fighting All right. and now
3: I give you your incredible yes,
1: yes! we know each other He's a friend from work.
0: Oh, they're that, they're in the, oh, come they're on. In the arena yeah. and yeah, the whole so comes line, out. they're supposed to fight each other, yeah. That
6: line was not in the original script. That line was not even supposed to be in the movie, and it's widely considered the funniest line in the new Thor movie. Yeah. And that line was written by a kid who had just happened to be on set as part of a make a wish thing. Oh, How crazy is, so is that? It got in the cool. movie, nice. yeah, and it got in the movie. Uh What's his name? Chris Hemsworth heard, or he said it to Chris Hemsworth, and he's like, "We're putting that in." The movie. And it's in the
3: movie. Look at that. It's in the it. trailer. It's in the trailer. That's I thought that
6: was better. I, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. A uh, fan of Dave Chappelle, I'm going to say. Yeah,
3: I love Dave Chappelle, yeah. Incredible. You like his new
6: stuff on Netflix? I do, yeah.
3: yeah. He's incredible. Genius. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah.
6: I, I'm the guy that's late to the show on Dave Chappelle.
3: That first
0: Netflix uh, special that, that was put out, yeah. one, it, it's, he's so relaxed on stage.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It, it really is. It's, I watch it on a plane. It's amazing.
6: Well, yeah. and, and I'm the guy that's like, wow, look at Dave Chappelle. The guy is cut. The guy is huge. And I, yeah. I even remember the fact that he wasn't back in the day. Right, well, Wait, half big, yeah, half, half big.
1: big. Dave, Dave Chappelle was skinnier than hell. Yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. So he's on with Stephen Colbert, and Stephen Colbert asks him why all of a sudden he got on into this amazing shape. It was an accident.
1: <laughs> it was it was a sequence of events. Step one is as I got married, and the, you know, marriage comes with, with snacks and naps. <laughs> if you're lucky, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. <laughs> lucky. Yeah, yeah. I'm a lucky guy, and then and then after that, it was like. When I quit the show, I was just like
0: stressed all the time. So I just started. Wait, was stressed from having quit the show? I thought the show was the stress. No, no. The fear of poverty is a treadmill.
5: <laughs> oh, so on. I just started
1: working out to alleviate the physical symptoms of stress. And then it just took a few weeks before someone would be like, Dave, you look good. Do I? <laughs>
0: and after that, I was off to the races.
6: <laughs> do I? It just remind me of a line you would say, Oh, do I? Do I? And he lives in Ohio, I believe. He's yeah. just off the grid.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Smart. That's a, a good move. You know, it seems to be working for him, too. Yeah, because L.A. can be a little bit of a, you know, of a weird place to live, you know, but uh, I, I live there, but uh, I, I think it's what I do love about traveling is I... Uh, Get I out li- of L.A. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm hardly at home anymore, so I like that. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you could live, you could live somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know.
3: yeah. Ever ever think of going back to Canada? I do quite a bit. I was just spent a month in Canada, just uh, visiting family and stuff. But uh, kicking it. Yeah, I, I may I may go back to Canada. You know when I, you know. Uh, Get a bit older.
0: It Seems to be a too a t- t- too much hustle and bustle going on in Los Angeles.
3: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of good things about it too, though. Like, cause, like, uh, like I said, I, I've done shows where my podcast and things where I interview people, and I go do stand up at the comedy store, mm-hmm. or the improv, or the Laugh Factory. And you know, you're in sort of the in the middle of it's uh, where people you're are in the middle of the comedy business. So you know, you've, I've got a lot of great friends there. So many creative people there. So it is. It is there's a lot of awesome things about LA too. So
0: and a lot and, and a lot of not great. Things. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
6: very dirty place.
3: Uh, Lodge, a lot of a lot too of too areas. traffic. Oh, that's traffic too. Yeah, that's true. Too you much. just got to kind of like, if you don't have a job, it's a lot easier to deal with traffic because you just don't have to go anywhere. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> very true.
1: <laughs> uh, your crabby birthdays uh, today: Ryan Lochte, the Olympian, is thirty-three. Tom Brady is forty. Two first names. Spinderella from Salt and Peppa is forty six. James Hetfield from Metallica is fifty four. Uh, John C. McGinley, uh, Doctor Cox on Scrubs, he's been in about forty eight thousand movies. He's either like the really really funny bad guy, or he's like the best friend, yeah. or he you know you might know him from Bob. He was one of the Bobs in Office Space. Uh, he is fifty eight. John Landis, comedy directing king. Uh, his movies include like Animal House, Blues Brothers, Trading Places, Coming to America. He is 67. Martin Sheen, 77. And today's Burton birthday of the day. The man still doing his thing at his age, which is incredible. Your grandma, your mom, and probably your hipster kid loves him because of Lady Gaga. Tony Bennett is 91 years old. Damn. Young.
0: Wow. Still getting it.
1: Yep. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by...
0: I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <Yeah. He's> getting <laughs> Tony Bennett getting it. All we, right. We still, if he's interested, <laughs> yeah. he's getting it. Whatever, I don't know. Uh, today's
1: Porno Birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Lena Ray.
0: You know what it is? He's getting up at least three times a night to pee. Oh, right.
1: There it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got it.
4: It's more of a growing problem <laughs> than a going
1: problem. Uh, today's Birthday Girl has had more dudes smash into her than a car with no wheels at a Demolition Derby in 76 fine films, including Barely Legal and Still Embraces.
6: <laughs> oh, my. God. Bratz
1: Embraces. In braces, and a movie called I Want to Backdoor an in Indian. Also in Liquid Gold, Volume 18. Uh. <laughs> and who can forget her unforgettable role in Young, Dumb, and Got a Big Old Bum, Volume 2? Okay. Lena Ray, 32 years old. That is your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that right there is your crap on celebrities. I want to
0: uh, thank Tom Green for coming in. Yeah, man.
3: Thanks, guys. Thank you.
0: Riz. Rewind. Find more Rizzuto Show Rewinds at
2: 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.
3: Peloton, let's go.